Hello and welcome to the Wedding Dish Podcast. Grab your fork and knife and take a seat at our table as we dish on all things weddings. You'll hear stories and tips from real couples and wedding pros about love, life, and entrepreneurship. I am Sarah Alipin, your hostess with the mostest on the Wedding Dish Podcast, and I am also the CEO of Photos from the Hardy and District Bliss. Today I have my little French bulldog bud, Clouseau. He's snoring behind me in a sunspot. He's <laughs> seems like what he's doing every time I record now. Uh, before we get started, so last week I recorded an episode that was me answering some of your questions about photography, um, specifically wedding photography and different situations where you know you might have questions. Um, and apparently it went so well. Uh, by the way, check it out. Um, but <laughs> apparently it went so well that people submitted more questions for me to answer as a photographer about other wedding planning prospects and processes and all the things. So um, that's what I'm doing today. And <laughs> I guess back by popular demand today. So thank you all for tuning into The Wedding Dish. Um, I am, these are strictly my opinions um, that I am going to be sharing here today. These are not, um, there are no hard, fast rules. I mean, there's probably one hard, fast rule, and it's probably going to be the theme of this whole episode. But um, so these are your questions you submitted to me about things like choosing a venue or um, how to know what you look good in for your wedding look and all those things. So anyway, here we go. Ready? All right. So my first question was, I have to read it off my paper. Um, So in terms of venue from the photography perspective, what is better, a blank space where you can bring in your own decor or something that needs minimal decor and is actually essentially dressed? Um, So that can look like several different things. So a blank slate might be something like um, like an industrial space. Um, it could also be like a ballroom at a hotel. Um, and you may have something more like a dressed space could be something like a restaurant where there's already decor in the on the walls and things. So you don't have to necessarily bring in as much. Um, there are, of course, with everything, there are pros and cons to both. So when you're thinking about the backdrop of your wedding, you want to think about what your actual style is and what you want your pictures to look like. Um, so if you find a restaurant or a space that is already fully dressed that fits your style and your personality, by all means, then you have less to do. You don't have to bring in decor. You don't have to bring in piping or drapery. Um, all that stuff really adds up. Anything with rigging is going to add up in cost. Um, and if you have an outdoor space that is very floral and beautiful, you have to bring in fewer florals, um, few less greenery, um, less less stuff. You know, it's it's less, so it's going to cost less. Um, that being said. You've got to find the right fit for you. So, and this is kind of probably going to be the theme of every every answer I give here. It has to fit your style. It has to fit your vision. And if it doesn't fit your vision, then it's probably not the right fit. And it's probably worth investing a little bit more or reallocating things from other parts of your budget to make it fit your vision. Um, so if you love the look of piping and drapery, um, 
by all means, like go for it. Um, or if you want to bring in, you know, something that's special and and an art installation that is special for your wedding, then go with a blank slate. Um, also, blank slates can be left essentially blank. You don't have to hang stuff on the walls. You don't have to bring in drapery just because it has white walls. Um, there are lots of other ways to decorate the space, including you know the tables, the centerpieces, archways. Um, I mean, the options truly are limitless. There, there's so much you can do. Um, but and of course, all of that depends on your budget. So start from budget and style. And you know, if you need to reallocate funds, that can be made to happen. Um, obviously, don't break your budget. And I would never recommend going into debt over a wedding. So keep that in mind as I answer any of these questions. Um, but I think. The most important thing is for you to be true to yourself and for it to feel like your celebration. It doesn't have to look like what you see on Pinterest or Instagram. It might just, you know, be perfect the way it is for you. And that's great. That's what you want. Your wedding should be a reflection of you as a couple. And um, and that means that you get to choose the venue you want. Now, in terms of photos, your photos are going to look great no matter what, unless you have like, I don't know, and I guess it depends on your vibe even when I say this, but if you had, let's say, dumpsters or something in the background, <laughs> like right behind you as you're getting married, unless you're doing like a post-apocalyptic vibe or something um, where you want like, I don't know, some sort of art installation that involves dumpsters or something. <laughs> And maybe that's your vibe and that's great. But your photos are going to look great and they're going to look true to you. So um, don't feel like you have to do all the crazy stuff you see on Pinterest or whatever for decor and things. Um, Just stay true to yourself and your photos will look absolutely beautiful. Um, uh, That's why we have different types of photos, different types of weddings. and, And it makes it more fun to have you know, those challenges that are unique or those, the decor that I get to use differently in photos and um, shoot through or whatever, use reflections and and that kind of thing. So um, you should do you in all things wedding. Um, all right. Next question is, how do I choose a wedding dress that flat will look flattering in photos? Um, you are going to look beautiful on your wedding as long as you are comfortable and feel confident in what you're wearing. So, you know, take – if you feel like you need to take photos in the um, the actual – like when you're trying on the dress for the first time or whatever it is that you're choosing to wear, make sure that you feel confident and that you feel good. And if you feel good, you're going to look good. Um, so, you know, think about what – what you like, and then think about why you like it. Um, not everyone is going to look the same in the same outfit, and that's okay. Um, that's great, actually. I really like that personally. <laughs> um, I don't want everybody to look the same. That's boring. <laughs> so, you know, 
do you and and make sure you feel confident because you don't want to be thinking about the way you're standing and what that looks like for photos and all the things like as you move through the day because yeah, post photos will happen, but you're going to get a lot of candids too. So you just want to make sure you feel confident and comfortable in what you're wearing. Um, also, I highly recommend thinking about the weather. Um, if you're getting married in July or August and you're in the DC area, it is going to be hot and humid. Like You just need to accept that. So think about what it will be like if you have a bunch of layers. Um, and and you know if you're cool with that, by all means. But um, you know, if you're not and you're going to feel miserable all day, then I would make I would think about your choices a little bit harder in that situation. Um, but yes, comfortable, confident and feel like yourself would be my top recommendations. Um, do I have to wear heels when I walk down the aisle? Absolutely not. You can wear whatever you want on your feet. And if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know that deep inside your heart because we're not, you know, the kind of people here that are going to say, yes, you have to do this for pretty much anything. Um, So if you wear sneakers or shoes or sandals or whatever it is or nothing, you might wear nothing. You may wear just bare feet. Um, That's totally fine. Do not feel like you have to wear a certain type of shoe. And um, actually in my photography questionnaire, I have listed, and this has been checked off before actually, now that I think about it, um, is there anything you would like me to not photograph? Um, and, And I think the only thing that's ever been listed in that slot is shoes, um, which is interesting. But some people have, you know, if you have like um, something where you've got to wear comfortable shoes, you don't, or you just don't like heels, you should be comfortable on your wedding day. So um, if you don't want it photographed, that's fine. You're good. We got you. Um, just, you know, let your, and that goes for anything if you, if there's anything you don't want photographed. Okay, next question. I'm going to try to wrap these up quickly because I realize I'm answering this just essentially saying what feels good, what feels right, what feels like you. Um, Maybe that's what I'll title this podcast. So um, for in terms of family dynamics, how do I make sure that my mom and grandmother who do not get along are able to be in the same photos? Um, so number one, that happens all the time. There are lots of family dynamics. There have been family dynamics that the only time that it's really problematic is when I don't know about it. Um, so there are times when someone who is in the immediate family doesn't get along with one of the couple or the members of the couple. Um, and that is really difficult for everyone. It's a little bit more stress. There's a little bit more stress and anxiety. I try to I ask that in my pre-wedding questionnaire um, if there are any family dynamics I need to be aware of. And um, that's actually a really important question for me because I have to line you up and I have to kind of know who the people are um, as I call them into the actual photo. Um, Now, they'll stand near each other in photos realistically, even if they don't get along, um, unless there's a really significant situation in which case, you know, let let the photographer know the severity of the situation if they have to be in photos together. Um, but there, you know, there this can happen with like divorced parents or sometimes siblings don't like the person that 
their sibling is marrying or it ha- it, it happens, um, unfortunately. But you don't want to think about it too much on your wedding day. You want everyone to be happy. So um, I use that information to buffer and make it fun and make that person feel like they're really special even though it's a stress it would normally be a stressful situation and it alleviates it nine times out of ten um, there have been times when um, someone has has yelled at me um, and you know that's unfortunate but it happens and I just use that to uh, I use a very nice response to make sure that that person feels heard and seen, and then we can all move on. Um, so definitely let your photographer know if there are family dynamics that are challenging and stressful. Um, that is a big one. Um, okay. I have some very specific lighting that I would like captured on my wedding day. How do I communicate that to my photographer? Great question. Um, let the photographer know if the photographer hasn't been there they there are, there is like definitely some you know checking out you can do online um lighting changes based on the time of year so keep that in mind and also based on cloud coverage there's a lot that goes into it so if you want those really beautiful lens flares um or you know golden hour photos with a beautiful sunset, um, there there's a chance that no matter what your photographer does, the weather will not cooperate. Um, or maybe you toured the venue in spring and your wedding is in the summer and the, that means the sun will be higher in the sky. It'll be later when the sun sets. Um, there are a lot of factors there. Communicate that to your photographer so they can kind of help guide you because if you have a good photographer, they will understand like, okay, I know sunset set is in Frederick, Maryland at this time. You're a little bit outside of Frederick. It's still going to be the same. Your venue faces south. So this is when, you know, they can, even if they haven't been there before, they can make a lot of really educated moves surrounding that if they know you really want that type of lighting. Um, but it is, you know, just like anything else on your wedding day, there are variables and, um, it's possible, you know, if we're if we have a hurricane, <laughs> you may not want to be outside at all. Um, and those things do happen, so just keep that in mind. But definitely communicate your vision and the things that are priorities to your photographer, so that they can really make sure to do everything possible to capture those moments. Um, and then um, I would like photos at sunset, but. I don't want to schedule my wedding up against sunset. So how do I lift myself out of the cocktail hour or reception for that time frame to get the photos? Um, another thing, tell your photographer that and your photographer will just come up and say, excuse me, I hate to interrupt or whatever their equivalent of this is. This is what I do. This is my script. I hate to interrupt you, but I really would love to steal you for this sunset. Can we just have five minutes and then um, we'll be right back and, and they'll excuse you from whoever you're talking to and you'll be able to go get those photos, um, whether you're eating or whatever. And usually I'll ask my couples because I don't like to interrupt you if you're doing something and sometimes it's not as big of a priority as others. So I'll usually ask my couple and say, um, we're about to get to sunset. Did you want sunset photos? Um, if so, you know, the next five, 10 minutes is probably the best time. Um, and if they say no, then that's fine. I'm certainly not going to tell them they need to do something on their wedding day that they don't 
prioritize. Um, but if they say yes, then we'll head outside and grab some sunset photos. We try to do everything pretty quickly. That is that it is outside of your um, your flow of your wedding day because I want you to be able to celebrate as much as possible. Um, and and that to me brings a lot of really amazing photos when you get to celebrate as much as possible because you're just naturally very happy and your face isn't tired from smiling and all the things. Um, so those are the questions I got from you all about um, making choices on your wedding day regarding that could impact your photography. Um, if you like this type of episode, I'm happy to do more of them. I will have a guest next week. Um, but this week, I wanted to pop in and just do a little bit of an answer your questions. So hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully it was uh informative for you in some way, but that is all we've got time for. So thank you so much for tuning into the Wedding Dish podcast today. I so appreciate you all. You can follow us over on Instagram at the Wedding Dish podcast. You can grab show notes from this episode and from um, all of our episodes over at theweddingdishpodcast.com. And you can apply to be a guest. You can donate to our Patreon or buy me a coffee if you want to help me, um, you know, keep bringing you tips and tricks for weddings and all the things. And um, don't forget to tune in next week. We will have an amazing guest I'm very excited to bring on. Um, I'm not going to spoil any surprises yet, but you are going to be very happy. Um, and give us a follow, rate, and review. Those reviews help us so much. They really help with discoverability and, um, and getting more ears on the podcast. <laughs> Um, I, until next time, I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day and cheers.